It was a normal day at school, until dark clouds formed above and it got dark. There was a short power surge, but the electricity came back on. It started raining heavily. There was a knock on the door. Two girls were standing outside the class. One of them was crying. The girl who was crying said that she is scared and she saw something. She didn't say anything after that and then fainted. The two girls from our class helped take her to the nurse's office. Everything was normal for the next 20 minutes until I saw two M1A2 Abrams roll down the street. I shouted, What the hell? Everyone turned around to look at me and said, Why is there a tank down the street? Everyone gathered around the window and stared in shock as they saw two more tanks followed by eight armored vehicles. One of them pulled up in front of our school and stayed there. We saw two helicopters flying above the tanks. We heard jets above us and saw them heading towards the back of town. Towards a small hill, we then heard explosions. They were bombing something. We saw ten soldiers enter our school. A teacher came into our class and told us that the school was in lockdown. The teacher locked the door and turned off the lights. Turning the lights off was a bad idea. My friends saw something in the corner. I saw it too. A face without any eyes. A nose or mouth. I was near the switch and immediately turned on the lights. The face disappeared. My teacher asked us why did I turn the lights on and I told him what I saw. He didn't believe me and turned the lights off. This time he saw it too. He screamed and turned the lights on. The two girls who had gone to the nurse's office returned and looked scared shitless. They said that they had seen a face in the mirrors of the washroom. My teacher brought them inside and locked the door. Then we started to hear gunfire and screaming from outside. I peeked over the window and saw a group of soldiers shooting towards a... They were shooting at the same face. But this time it had a body and tentacles for hair. Whatever that thing was died. I saw blood trickle down from the gunshot wound. Everyone near the windows looked out and saw the same thing. Many girls screamed and started crying. We heard a few more jets fly above and heard more explosions. I saw an A-10 and it started firing towards the woods. A few soldiers came into our class and said that the town was being evacuated. Everyone was sent to their house and had 25 minutes to gather at the Walmart nearby. We received messages on our cell phones that read, 25 minutes to reach Walmart. Grab everything that you need. We will not accommodate anyone who doesn't reach the Walmart in the next 25 minutes. I packed all my stuff and rushed out. I reached the Walmart and there were helicopters and vehicles. The rain grew stronger and so did the creatures. One of them cut an entire Humvee in half. We were evacuated by helicopter and were taken to a bomb shelter. There's... B-2 en route to my town. The military hopes that heavy bombing and artillery will kill the creatures. 
I don't know what these creatures are or where they have come from. The only thing I know is that these things don't like the light. All of that was five years ago. Since then, I got a job as an F-18 Super Hornet pilot. I just received a mission near what used to be my town. It seems that the creatures are back. I was about 19 years old, and I had gotten my first hotel job. Part of me never would have thought that I'd land a front desk job at a fancy hotel, but I was really excited at the time to have gotten it. It was also pretty convenient because it was at walking distance from my house. The shift that I was working was second shift, so that was usually around 3 to 11 p.m. The first week was great. I had gotten the training down to the point where I was good to be on my own. I think the only eerie part of the job was doing a security walk before my shift ended. I had to do a thorough walk on each floor to make sure that there wasn't any suspicious activity. There were three floors, and then I'd have to walk near the pool area and around the building itself. It was on a Thursday. I remember because it was my grandfather's birthday. My shift guest check-in, because the usual time for check-in is around 3 with most hotels. I'd gotten a phone call from this man. He was wondering if his wife had made it safely to the hotel and stated what her name was and his as well. Not even a moment later, an elderly woman came in and was checking in under the name he stated. I then proceeded to tell them that she was checking in now. He then told me, Oh, wonderful. Please do tell her that I love her dearly. Goodbye. My coworker was checking her in, and I started to prepare the complimentary gift bag for her. As I'm about to hand it to her, I relayed the message her husband had asked of me to say. She just gives me this dark blank look as if I had done something repulsive. She said, What did you just say? At this point, I was afraid to even repeat myself because I didn't know what to expect. She had left momentarily and then came back, but she was hysterical. She then started to scream at me, saying that her husband's been dead for 10 years. I was in shock, and then I started to panic. Good thing my co-worker was there to try and calm her down because I just couldn't handle the situation. I went to the back of the office and just tried to recollect myself. I thought, did I have a full conversation with a ghost? I was shaking and a bit distraught. The next day, my general manager called me into her office to talk about what had happened, and I told her step by step exactly what happened. It was really strange, because it was as if she didn't find the situation weird at all. I wasn't in trouble for anything, but she had said she ended off with things like this happen a lot here. You get used to it after a while. It was last Wednesday. And I was taking the trash out as the garbage truck comes early in the morning on Thursday. 
It was late at night, and the road I lived on didn't have any street lights, so I brought a flashlight and my dog. I took two trash bags out, threw them in the dumpster bin, and brought it out in front of my house. Then I went back inside to get the recycling. But when I got to the side of my house, the recycling bin was gone. I was certain it was there when I took out the trash, so I rushed back inside, locked the door, and went upstairs. About an hour later, I start hearing rumbling noise, kind of similar to thunder. I knew what it was because that's the noise it makes when a dumpster bin is being moved out on the street. That reminded me that I left the recycling outside. I resisted it at first, but then I go outside to get it. I turn the corner to get to the side of my house and I see a man-like figure standing at the end of my driveway. I'm frozen in fear and just stand there. I have my front porch lights on so I tell myself it's probably just a weird shaped shadow. But then it starts moving, walking toward me. I drop the bag and run back inside as fast as I can and I don't look back once, afraid that whoever that was would be right behind me. I put the pole down as it's a sliding door so it can't be opened. I grab a kitchen knife before I go back upstairs and lock myself in the spare room. A few minutes go by and I hear the horrifying sound of glass shattering. I manage to stop myself from screaming and sit near the window praying that I make it. I hear footsteps coming up the stairs, heavy, loud house-shaking footsteps. I figure it's a large man and I begin to cry. I lose all hope and I know I can't fight whoever this is. But I still unlock the window and as quietly as I can, I climb out onto the lower part of my roof. I know I can make the jump, but the fear of making too much noise holds me back. The window is still open, and I hear a knock on the door I just crawled out of. I hold my breath and jump without even thinking. I felt a sharp pain in my foot, but I don't stop. I run and run and run as fast as I can to the end of my street. To my luck, a police officer lives there. I knock on his door repeatedly sobbing until finally he answers. I could barely get the words out, but I told him what happened and he grabs his gun and heads over to my house. His wife sat with me in there in the living room and comforted me. I don't know exactly what happened, but a few days later the cop told me that he found the guy laughing hysterically while rocking himself on my bed. When the police identified him, they found out he was in prison for breaking and entering and even human trafficking, and he had escaped. The weird thing was that they told me he escaped from prison two hours before any of the weird stuff started to happen, and that the timing shows that he must have headed straight for my house as soon as he escaped. I was extremely confused and terrified as I didn't even know this man. The police also informed me that when they searched his cell, they found carvings of my full name, all over the wall in the bed. I moved out of the state less than a month after that, and I still never think of coming back to that house. To this day, I still get nightmares of that horrible night. When I was in primary school, 
I had a friend, I'll call him Paul for personal reasons, but he had an older brother named Luke. I'll call him Luke for personal reasons as well. But sadly, Luke died in a motorcycle accident. My next door neighbor was also named Paul. He had the same first name as the other Paul, but I'm also not going to reveal their first name for personal reasons. And he also had a brother named Luke. The same name as the other Luke. But for personal reasons, again, I am not going to say their real first name. Sadly, Luke killed himself. Both the families had a similar had similar second names where they started with the same letter and also ended with the same letter as well. For example, one family was called Johnson and the other family was called Jackson. But that isn't their real names. Both of these events happened at least 15 years apart. Both men were under 26 at least. I can't remember the exact age of the first Luke. Both families live under a mile apart. And both men had a younger sister, beginning with the letter A. We don't live in a major city like London or New York. We live in a village with about a thousand people. I cannot explain how creepy it is when I think about it. I cannot wrap my head around the similarities. And I don't think I'll ever understand this. And most importantly, I don't like the feeling of knowing this.